This is The World in 10 from The Times of London on Saturday the 10th of December. I'm Laura Cook. And I'm Holly Keogh. Russia and Iran move towards a full defence partnership. Since August, Tehran has transferred hundreds of UAVs to Moscow breaking international law. And a former Minneapolis police officer has been sentenced for his role in George Floyd's death. We need to build from these cases in terms of discussing, indeed reconciling, police forces and communities where you live up to the mantra of to serve and to protect and that you make policing part of the benefit of these communities. The Times of London. We start with the relationship building between Russia and Iran. The United States say ties have developed into a fully-fledged defence partnership as Britain warns attempts are being made by Russia to obtain more weapons from Iran, including hundreds of ballistic missiles. Britain's US ambassador Barbara Woodward says since August, Iran has transferred hundreds of drones to Russia, which had used them to kill civilians and illegally target civilian infrastructure. Russia is now attempting to obtain more weapons, including hundreds of ballistic missiles. In return, in return, Russia is offering Iran an unprecedented level of military and technical support. We're concerned that Russia intends to provide Iran with more advanced military components, which will allow Iran to strengthen their weapons capability. She added that Britain was almost certain Russia is seeking to source weaponry from North Korea. The claims have been refuted by Russia's UN ambassador, Vasily Nebenzia. I know that all those Western countries who will speak after me will try to shift the blame and they will start talking about the military supplies from Iran to Russia, which have already refuted on many occasions. The military-industrial complex in Russia can work perfectly fine and doesn't need anyone's assistance, whereas the Ukrainian military industry does not basically exist and is being assisted by the Western industry. Last month, Iran acknowledged it has supplied Moscow with drones, but said they were sent before the war in Ukraine. Russia has denied its forces used Iranian drones to attack Ukraine. Britain, France, Germany, the United States and Ukraine say the supply of Iranian-made drones to Russia violates a 2015 UN Security Council resolution enshrining the Iran nuclear deal. A former Minneapolis police officer who knelt on George Floyd's back while another officer knelt on his neck has been sentenced to three and a half years in prison for his role in his death. J. Alexander Queng pleaded guilty in October to a state charge of aiding and abetting second-degree manslaughter. Professor Scott Lucas is a professor of international politics at the Clinton Institute University College Dublin. He welcomes this sentence. Benjamin Crump, the attorney summarized it yesterday that this is one step closer to justice. Beyond that important recognition, this is an ongoing marker of of what needs to be done for justice and accountability and for the wider issue of policing in America's communities. We need to build from these cases in terms of discussing, indeed reconciling, police forces and communities where you live up to the mantra 
of to serve and to protect, and that you make policing part of the benefit of these communities. J. Alexander Quang was one of four officers involved in the arrest, filmed by bystanders of 46-year-old George Floyd. Floyd was killed by police in May 2020 while lying face down and handcuffed. His death sparked global outrage and mass demonstrations against racial injustice and police use of force. Quang is currently serving a federal sentence for violating Mr Floyd's civil rights. The state and federal sentences will be served at the same time. The Times of London. You're listening to The World in 10 from The Times of London. Analysis and insight into the globe's main stories and all in just 10 minutes. Now to some sad news from the World Cup in Qatar. The well-known US soccer journalist Grant Wall died on Friday after suffering acute distress. Grant Wall collapsed as extra time began in the Argentina-Netherlands game on Friday night. He was 48. Early reports suggest he may have had a heart attack, but this has yet to be officially confirmed. The United States Soccer Federation has said it's heartbroken by the news. The Times of London's Henry Winter paid this tribute. The press box, when we all gather there today, everyone will be thinking of the huge hole in the press box because Grant won't be there. As a giant of our profession, as a fantastic person, as a great ambassador for, for American soccer, as he would call it, we'd always wind up at it. And just, just a really good guy. We're all huge rivals in the press box. We're also huge friends as well. And we've lost one of our best friends. Last month, Mr Wall was briefly detained by Qatari authorities for trying to enter a stadium wearing a rainbow shirt in support of LGBTQ rights. He said World Cup security detained him entry to the United States opener against Wales at the Ahmad bin Ali Stadium in Al Rayyan and asked him to take his shirt off. U.S. State Department spokesman Ned Price said on Twitter the department had been in close communication with Wall's family. On the way, a cyclone causes destruction in southern India and a high-profile celebrity walks away from Twitter. We move now to India, where Cyclone Mandas has left a trail of destruction in the south of the country as it uprooted hundreds of trees, damaged properties and flooded residential areas. The India Meteorology Department previously claimed that Mandus had weakened from an earlier severe category. However, heavy rains and strong winds lashed coastal areas of southern Tamil Nadu and neighbouring Puducherry when the cyclone made landfall around midnight. The coastal states of Tamil Nadu and Andhra Pradesh are likely to receive heavy to moderate rainfall till later this evening. Now with the latest on the World Cup in Qatar, here's John Jackson. Brazilian superstar Neymar says he's unsure if he'll play football for his country again after their heartbreaking World Cup quarterfinal defeat to Croatia on penalties. Brazil were favourites to lift the trophy in Qatar, but were stunned by the Croatians who beat them 4-2 on penalties on Friday, reaching the semi-finals of the competition for the second time in a row. Neymar scored Brazil's only goal in the game, which ended one all at the end of extra time, but wouldn't be drawn on whether this was it for his international career. Croatia will go on to face Argentina in the semi-finals after they too needed penalties to beat the Netherlands in an ill-tempered encounter in Doha. A total of 16 yellow cards were shown throughout the contest, with Dutch wing-back Denzel Dumfries sent off after the final whistle for his part in a final brawl. 
England face France and Morocco take on Portugal in Saturday's second day of quarterfinals at the World Cup. The Times of London. You're listening to The World in 10 from The Times of London. Analysis and insight into the globe's main stories and all in just 10 minutes. Sir Elton John has become the latest celebrity to leave Twitter since Elon Musk bought the social media platform. The singer blamed the platform's change in policy around misinformation. Twitter stopped taking action against accounts spreading misleading information about COVID-19 last month. Mr Musk reacted, saying he hoped the star would be back. In what may be his last ever tweet, the singer wrote, All my life I've tried to use music to bring people together. Yet it saddens me to see how misinformation is now being used to divide our world. And finally, it's the most distant galaxy ever confirmed and was formed within 325 million years of the Big Bang. And the James Webb Space Telescope has spotted it. The image has been given the quirky name of Jade's GS Z130. The previous most distant galaxy was detected by Webb's predecessor telescope, the veteran Hubble Space Observatory. It spied the equally quirky named GNZ11. This galaxy was seen to be a little closer to us, at a time when the universe was only 400 million years old. And that's your World in 10 from the Times of London on Saturday the 10th of December. This podcast from the Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts.